0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, from all over the world and life forms in the far, far reaches of the universe. And to those living in parallel universes, glad you could evade the AI armies long enough to listen in. We are standing on the threshold of Muppet Greatness, the absolute best, no money back guarantee, best show we could provide for free Muppet Madness Podcast Holiday Championship Spectacular. Welcome, everybody. No yay? No yay. All right, I'm your host Steve Swanson. Yeah, and I'm, oh, there's the yeah. There okay. it is. There it is. And there I'm is. also your host J D Hansel of MuppetHub.com uh, or MuppetHub, as you pointed out last time, depending or, on how you say it. Or if you're French, MuppetHub.com. Mou- Ooh, yes, that's true. Uh, all right. So, anyways, <laughs> let's get into this. The championship round. For the 2018 Muppet Madness tournament, I am so excited about this four-way matchup. I believe it's the first time we've had a four-way matchup. Uh, But we might get into the uh, Muppet Madness historian, the brilliant and so well-received by fans, the new Muppet Madness historian. Excited about all of that. You know what? Uh, Weirdly enough,
1: I know I was like really, really, really against the new Muppet Manus historian at first, but actually, now that I've had some time to think about it, I've
0: actually really warmed up to him for no reason. See? See, I knew you would come around... For no reason. I don't know why, but I really have. All right, good. Good. All right. Well, if you want to reach out and tweet the tournament, you can find us at Muppets2018. That's the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram feeds. And if you want to get a hold of me, my email address is me, M-E, at MuppetCast.com. And my email address is exactly the
1: same, except instead of cast, it's hub. I'll let you figure that
0: out yourself because you're a smart listener. I don't Mm. need to hold your hand through this. Hmm, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, uh, so let's get into it. First of all, I am—I so, was right on with my bracket. I don't know if everyone else saw this, but I am so excited for a Kermit the Frog, Ernie and Bert, Cookie Monster, and Gonzo four-way matchup for the winner for the championship this year. Are, are you proud of me for predicting this so well, JD? I'm just not sure how this happened. Remind me again who
1: who who those characters are, Steve. <laughs> no, really, run them okay. by me. I haven't had time to look
0: at the numbers. I've been too
1: busy. I can't. I. I didn't even know Ernie and Bert won.
0: Uh, they didn't. I completely made that up. Oh, great. We are actually, uh, although that is what's really on my personal bracket, ah. and we will we will pick the winner. By the way, for the Muppet Madness bracket contest in the next episode, the post championship episode. Ooh. So stay tuned for that. If you tweeted the tournament with your bracket, which you should have. So let's take a look at the actual. Four contestants for the twenty eighteen Muppet Madness Championship: Kermit the Frog, mm-hmm. Fozzie Bear, mm-hmm. and Fozzie winning like fifty one percent to the Swedish Chef's forty nine. So the Chef rallied wow. late, but uh, could not could not bring it up over top of Fozzie Bear. So this is the second tournament in a row that Fozzie has made it to the championship round. Uh, Cookie Monster versus Gonzo. Cookie Monster took it 52% over the Great Gonzo's 48. And the all-important big mystery resurrection round, there uh, actually wasn't too much of a mystery. This guy had the lead from the early outset and retained it all of the round. Grover, with 20% of the overall vote, is coming back. To face off against the other three, leapfrogging over the competition, and he will uh, probably provide a pretty good challenge to some of these other characters. So we have one Jim versus three Franks for the championship: Kermit, Fozzie, uh, Cookie Monster, and Grover. Wow! And uh, I should just point out that the second highest vote in the resurrection round was actually for Burton Ernie. They had thirteen percent. So Grover still had a healthy lead. But uh, then it was Bert and Ernie. Any guesses, JD, without looking at the website, as to who had the third most votes in the resurrection round?
1: Well, my memory says from the last time I did look a few days ago that it's probably the Yip Yips. But my comedy instincts say it's probably Roxy Marie.
0: Well, you're funny. Actually, you're not funny. Your comedy instincts could use a little work. But it is the Yip Yips. In the third place. So uh, maybe better luck next time. Maybe they're a better contender for future tournaments. Uh, yeah. That's one way to look at the resurrection round is for uh, for characters who received no votes. Well, maybe we leave those guys out of future year tournaments. Anyways, uh, let's also take a quick minute to answer a few pieces of listener feedback that we got over the week. Ooh. Um, yes. Yes. I sold it. And no, because that's not funny, it's disgusting. All right, moving on. let's cool. uh, d- do you want to talk about what happened in this previous round, or do you just want to set up for the next uh, for the next big thing for the championship?
1: I assumed we were going to talk a little bit about this previous round. I think that the Kermit versus Ralph uh, matchup was really not going to be surprising either way. That one was, from what I saw, pretty close, and I expected it to be pretty close. And either way, it would have been a previous winner of the whole tournament um, in, in, in that position. So that was very interesting to see. We knew that it was going to be someone who's won this before, and it's just a question of which previous winner had what it took to beat the other. Based on previous tournaments, it shouldn't have been Kermit, but for whatever reason, Kermit's doing really well this time. So, I don't know. Yeah, this was actually
0: the most decisive one for 55 to 45%. So, this is the largest margin winner for this round. And that's
1: really surprising because I I thought Fozzie was going to cream the Swedish chef, but for once, for once in the entire history
0: of the tournament... The Swedish chef is a contender. He's actually holding his own. It's amazing. It's so surprising. I don't know where this came from.
1: Well, I'm really proud of the chef. I, I always thought he might have had this in him, and I'm I'm so glad to see he's doing well. I'm also happy about Fozzie. I think he's been, well, he's been waiting for this for far too long. And it's so nice that Fozzie is finally getting recognized as one of the most important and beloved Muppet characters. Right, yeah. and this
0: time he actually gets to face off against like three of his brethren in like mainline characters. That's not just Uncle Deadly who happened to have a good year because of the, of the TV show. I mean, let's just be honest. Right. So um, I don't know if Fozzie wins it all this year. Um, I'm not going to tell you if he's the one that I wrote down in the envelope, but uh, we shall see. I think it's not very surprising that Grover ended up
1: coming back because that's who I was expecting – to get resurrected in the resurrection. Realm.
0: I was hoping to see Grover come back. Yeah, yeah. That,
1: that makes sense. Cause it was clear that Grover and cookie monster, that was, that was pretty heated. And then st- Grover and Gonzo. Oh my God. Or sorry. Cookie and Gonzo.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Both in very close contests though. So I don't know having both of these characters come back, it could split the vote and allow cookie to come through.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's really I mean, these are
0: serious, serious issues I just realized we're talking about, JD.
1: Yes, it is strange how we will have Cookie Monster versus Grover twice in this tournament. And right. And it's very hard to say how this is going to go. I mean, we can assume that Cookie Monster is going to win again, but it's possible that, well, the Grover fans aren't going to let this happen one more time. So it's, that's going to likely be close once again. So we're probably well, the just... Kermit
0: camp is undivided. I will say that Kermit... Really? Uh, th- this, this really could come down to Kermit versus Cookie. I think those are probably the top two contenders in this.
1: I don't know about that. Just because uh, Kermit's already won. Super Grover's won. So in a way, Grover's already won. I right. think most yeah. fans recognize that letting characters that great and that important get to the championship again is good, but... Letting them win? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. You know, I think Mm. we should really get some more feedback on how that last round went from
0: another commentator. Should we? Oh, oh, should we? Do you want to bring somebody else? Do you have somebody on the line? Actually, I do. You know what? Ooh, wow! All the
1: way from fake Australia is. A very special guest. We're so excited to welcome him back to the podcast. We haven't heard from him in a while, ladies and gentlemen. It's impression of Jared Fairclough. H-
0: Hello, impression of, of Jared. Are you there?
1: Hello, Steve.
0: Hey, it's impression of Jared Fairclough.
1: Yes, right, and a, so... and a bad impression at that.
0: Wow, so so glad you could uh, call in from Mock Australia. Now, what what day is it over there? Thursday. Oh. Wow, that is so crazy. I don't know how that works anyways, um, hey, I don't know if you've been uh, keeping up with this because you're're you're, I know you're very busy running uh, impression of Muppet mindset, but um, you
1: know I, d- I'm actually not busy I just don't care. I just don't care oh, about no. you about your podcast, about anything J.D. Hansel's doing so oh, I don't
0: well yeah I mean I, I do know I was I was trying to be nice, but i I, I do know that you're a, a, a horrible jerk. Um, Absolutely. But I, we're, we're, the, the, see, the, the thing about this one impression of Jared is that uh, we're trying to, to play nice for people who maybe don't listen to our normal productions and, and, and maybe don't know you and your work. In fact, I would I would probably venture to say that most people have no idea who impression of Jared Fairclough is no, or impression of com. So, um, I, I mean, as, as, as obscure as you are, I'm glad you were able to, to call in here. But um, I, I, I guess if you haven't been following these, these matchups, you wouldn't really know what was going on. But I can tell you who we've been voting on in the last week, and uh, I would love to get your take. And since you are such a, well, an impression of a Muppet expert, maybe you would uh, have some insights here to share with us. Is that okay?
1: Honestly, I stopped paying attention to the tournament after Wilkins and Wunkins
0: lost. But really? So you were a bit—you were really pulling for them, huh?
1: Yeah, I got the T-shirt, mate. So
0: you have a Wilkins and Wonkins T-shirt. Wow. And 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 but and you don't have a girlfriend, right? I mean, you have a Wilkins and Wonkins T-shirt, but but not uh, people who significantly care about you in your life, right?
1: You know, I think all that matters here is that people like me more than they like JD.
0: Well, that is true. We can only hope that uh, people do enjoy impression of Jared Fairclough a little more than than the the real JD Hansel I mean I I still haven't heard from impression of JD Hansel I'm, I'm waiting for him to call in a little bit later but in any case um, so you want to let's talk about these just for a little bit here we had Kermit versus Rolf the dog in this last matchup and this was a, a pretty big one Kermit wound up winning that one but uh, who would you have voted for in that one
1: you know probably I'm gonna say Probably some of the Penguin. I I just want the people making the new Muppet Babies show to know that I love that show. And I have no respect for how this tournament is supposed to be played. So mm. I would just vote for a character from that show who isn't in this matchup.
0: Okay. Impression of Jared Fairclough officially on the Fairclough. record. Fairclough. 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 Thank- Right. Sorry. Sorry. Um, all right. The uh, Swedish chef versus Fuzzy Bear. Now, which which way would you, would you have gone on this one?
1: I have to go with Fuzzy, honestly, because. All right, I've never told told anyone about this except my therapist, but. But. The hands of the Swedish chef give me nightmares.
0: Really, They're, they're creepy
1: realize. because you know somewhere. Down his body, he transitions from the fleece to human skin, and you don't know where.
0: Wow, so it's like I never. That's super disturbing. You're right, huh?
1: Like, where does the fuzzy stop? No. I don't want to even imagine where. I have
0: to think about that. Yeah, I really don't want to think about that. Thank you for um, for that one. All right. So finally, we had uh, Cookie Monster versus Gonzo. And, uh, well, this one was a close one. The, the voting was really, really close on this one. Which way would you have leaned on this one?
1: Well, I'm torn here because, unlike J.D. Hansel, I know Cookie Monster, personally.
0: Oh, do you?
1: We're oh, very wow. close friends. Huh. I'm also good friends with Dave Goals, so...
0: Oh, are, oh, that's true, yes, that's true. You are quite close with some of the Muppet performers.
1: This yeah. far closer than J.D., or right. impression of JD. Yeah. He's even oh. farther away.
0: Well, <laughs> you could argue that. Well, never mind. So, uh, all right. So, so this one, you you might. Uh, I would oh, this, abstain this for you. I would abstain. abstain. Well, that is a typical Austrian. Never mind. So, all right. So, let's talk one more here, and this is a big one. And I, again, I know you haven't been paying attention, nor do you care about any of this. But uh, we also had the resurrection round where. All the previous losers could come back and get a second chance. So this appeals, I would think, to both you and impression of Frog Fan 76 might I just add. Um, but I, I think in, in particular to you, when we talk about uh, giving losers another chance, uh, which which previous contestant, I'll say, might you have voted for in this resurrection round?
1: You know, I'm not sure the losers deserve to get to come back. That's why they lost. They're supposed to be gone. Losers don't get another chance. Losers are always losers, which is why J.D. Hansel will always be a loser. <laughs> and I, I'm uh, not resurrecting well, him.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. That's uh, that's good insight, good commentary there from Impression of Jared Faircloth 76. Thank you for joining us for this little segment. Uh, I, I don't know where J.D. went. I know he's he's busy uh working on a couple other projects as we speak i'm pulling him away from his studies um did you know that that jd hansel is in college impression of jared fairclough i don't give a uh, h- h- hello hello jared i ja- uh, sorry steve I,
1: I decided i had to pull the plug oh, on that
0: one jd hey yeah, hey see, there you are
1: the, the con- when you connected with him somehow it dropped the connection with me um, oh, weird. Yeah, so so not uh, not because I was trying to censor him from saying anything. No, bad. no, no. I just I, know I had that. to get back. I had to get back to to the show. So I'm sorry about that. Um, okay, did, did, no, it's, did, it's fine. Did did he have
0: some nice things to say about me? Yes, he he sends his best. He says hello. Aww. Uh, and uh, I, I think well since that part is over um i guess we can go ahead and move ahead here um we've kind of combined what we were going to do honestly we, we were going to talk about the previous match and talked about the upcoming matchup um i guess we should probably go to a break at this point right honestly i don't really care no
1: wait i'm sorry that's jared's line i'd love to ah. do that steve
0: <laughs> all right we'll see you right back after this Greetings from the official Muppet Madness
1: historian. In some previous Muppet Madness tournaments, the characters in the tournament were chosen by the fans through a process called the Mad Dash. The Mad Dash is what gets the characters where they want to go. While the list of characters who never made it past the Mad Dash in 2013 may be lost to history, the characters who didn't make the cut in 2015 include... Abby Kadabi, Abelardo Montoya, Ace U, Alice Otter, Astoria, Baby Bear, Baby Natasha, Baby Sinclair, Bean Bunny. Greetings from the management of the Muppet Madness Tournament. For the sake of your sanity, we are skipping ahead to the end of this segment. You're welcome. Holanda the Rat, Yorick, Young Uncle Traveling Matt, and Zoe. This concludes our lesson in Muppet Madness History. Have a good day. Yeah, that's what I don't get about Singapore. Somehow, it's it's an island, and it's a city, and it's a state, but it's not a part of any other country. So because it's a sovereign city-state... It gets treated like its own country. It's not a country, but it's recognized as a
0: country. What kind of a place is like that? This is the wrong show for that bit, JD. We're back. Oh, 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 oh. Hi, everybody. Yeah,
1: hi. Hey, I've got a fun idea for us, Steve. Oh, no. What is it? Okay, so as you know, there's a new Muppet Babies show on the Disney Channel right now, right? It's on
0: Disney Junior. Have you seen it, Steve? You know what's funny? I know what you think I'm going to say, but Mm -hmm. I did see it and really enjoyed it. Really? I'm not being ironic or sarcastic. I actually really liked it. It's not the old Muppet Babies. No. And nothing will be. But uh, Mr. D, Obla, yeah, 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 I really, really thought it was cool. All right. Well, you know what you won't think is cool? Oh,
1: no. What? The activities for little children to play with uh, on their website. If you go to the Disney Junior website, they have a little section for Muppet Babies, and they have some things you can print off. And one of those things that you can print is the Muppet Babies Bedtime Stories, which is a PDF file. You can download that and print
0: that. And basically... Hold on. You can just... Wait, 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 wait. What? You can print that for free, is what you're saying? For free? Yes, for free. But this is like... A Disney thing. It's free?
1: Yes, Steve. It's absolutely free because it's just a little printable PDF file. So this Bedtime Stories uh, thing, I just printed off a copy. I've got it right here. It's basically a Mad Lib. Are you familiar with Mad Libs? I am, yes. Go on. Well, you know, it's the idea that someone is supposed to just give you a list of words and then you just fill in the blanks. And, um, well, once you filled in those blanks, then you've got usually a very silly-sounding story. So that's what I have right here, a, sort of a Muppet oh, no. Baby's Mad Lib. Are
0: we going to do Muppet Babies
1: Mad Libs right now? Is that seriously ba- what we're doing? We're going to do a Muppet Baby's Mad Lib right now. <laughs> oh, no. And this story is called Fozzie's Bedtime Joke Time. So. No. All right. We're, okay. We're really doing this, Steve. And okay. you're going right. to help me. So, okay. first, I need something you do
0: before going to bed alright um, put on your pajamas okay pajamas
1: okay something else that you typically do before
0: bed Steve um, you have a nice nightcap what you know like a, a nice little like you know Little whiskey or something, nice little, nice little nightcap before you bed down. All right for the night. Nice. You can word that however it's funniest. Whiskey. There you go. There we go.
1: All right. Now, can you give me a type of animal, Steve? Type of animal. Um, a llama. Llama, and something in the backyard.
0: Hmm, dog poop? No, um, let's see. How about uh swimming pool? Okay. Swimming pool. Now, what about yes. a type of food? Ooh, a type of food. Ah, uh, let's go with edamame. Something I can spell, Steve. <laughs> Something, oh wait, that's something (laughs) Okay, I thought that was another No,
1: (laughs) I need you to fix the food to something I know how to spell Uh, how about escargot? Is that better? I hate you so much (laughs) You know, I know a very limited number of kinds of food
0: Sushi, how about that? Can we do sushi? Sure, why not? I probably spoke you know, that telling, wrong, but you know what? I was I, I was know. talking to uh, my good friend Joe Pardo the other day. He's visiting Disneyland from out of town, Aren't and he was talking about the uh, the different. I mean, California has some wonderful food, some mm-hmm. of the best I've ever had in the world. Yes, but it's a little bit like, and I. I brought this up to him. I I always equate the food choices in California with that scene from the Blues Brothers movie when they go in as they're posing as the good old boys country band and they go into the bar and they say, what kind of music do you normally have here? And she says, oh, we got both country and Western. Well, in California, we got both kinds of food, Mexican and sushi. So (laughs) put sushi down. If you can spell that one, that'd be great. All right. Now, what about a color? uh chartreuse something
1: i can spell (laughs) steve green green how's green green? okay green green remember i'm very very
0: good at writing if i have spell check without that technically you don't have to spell it correctly you just have to be able to say it when you read back the story but either way it's fine it's fine don't make this more difficult than it needs to be. Now, Steve. Uh,
1: I'm good at that. You this know, you needs know. to be a sound that a dog makes. And that's a surprising request, seeing as how there really aren't many options for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're right. There, How many are there? Um, <laughs> Why would they ask for that? <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with growl. Can you actually make a dog sound? Can I?
1: Sure. Ruff! <laughs> I'll go with that one. Okay. All right. Hmm. All right. Now let's see here.
0: I'm well, almost. I usually I... get to do that when we when we do Hey Bulldog in the in the Get Back band. That's my that's my job at the end.
1: Hmm. Right. That, that's you know, your. You know
0: anymore. What? Oh, the the second it was a you know anymore. That's what John says back to him. But n- never mind. Never mind. We okay, don't want to hear
1: about your little Beatles band. So last few. We're almost done here. I need a shape. Okay, Jared.
0: I need a shape. Uh I need a shape. Uh a rhombus. Rhombus? R H O L. I'm good Steve Never mind. That's okay. Animal. Alright. Animal. Um what's funny? What's funny? A ferret. Ferret? Okay.
1: This is a lot. You know, like a preschooler? I I know, isn't it a lot? I mean, I I don't know why they made this thing so long. It's honestly okay. when it all comes together, it's really not much to read, but Okay. Okay, now Steve, I'm going to ask you to behave here. I need a body part.
0: <laughs> um I'm going to say frenulum.
1: It's a real body part. It may be real. It's not something I can spell. Or pronounce.
0: Nose.
1: Nose. Musical instrument? Uh, flute. Flute.
0: And a silly noise? Harumph. Harumph? I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. Okay. So... All right, you ready to read this and see? Now, where- remind me, the name The name of this masterwork is... Fozzie's Bedtime Joke Time. Okay, all right.
1: Bear in mind, they put this on the website for free, which means you
0: know it's not going to be any good. Okay, yeah, that, that's true. Disney produced something for free, meaning that there's no forethought or really nope. any... Okay, all right. Okay. Get ready to put reason aside
1: and try to enjoy this nonsense. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Fozzie put on his pajamas and had a nice little whiskey to get ready for bed. But (laughs) there's one thing he always does first. Tell a joke. Why did the llama jump on the swimming pool? Because its sushi was green and said, "roof." That joke didn't make Fozzie laugh that hard, so he tries again. It didn't make me laugh that hard I either. know. All it's right. not a joke. How do they think that you can make a joke putting random words in those spaces?
0: <laughs> All right. continue.
1: let's keep going. So so he tries again. What do you get when you cross a rhombus with a ferret standing on its nose? A flute with a rump. <laughs> That's not... None of this is good. JD... None of it. I... Why would they... Uh, Why did they put this online? Yeah. Wait, the end of the story. Fozzie laughs and laughs. Waka waka. That's a good joke. I feel like this was made by someone who doesn't know what jokes are. No,
0: no, I I don't think so. What was the one that did make Fozzie laugh? Tell that joke again?
1: What do you get when you cross a rhombus with a ferret standing on its nose? A flute with a harumph. Yeah, that's... I don't know how you could make that funny. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you could put in these spaces that would turn it into a joke.
0: Hmm. That's what but I'm you trying to get these to for free on the Disney Junior website for Muppet Babies. Well,
1: Because like under what circumstances does crossing any shape with any animal get you a musical
0: instrument? No, I mean, really, let's think honestly about this. That just the the mere physics of that are not possible. Maybe if you're in the parallel universe fighting the AI robots, but in our particular sphere of reality, no, that does not happen.
1: Steve, I would like to apologize on behalf of Disney Junior. Not on not for myself. I don't take any responsibility for this. No, 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 no. You had nothing to do with that. I would like to apologize on behalf of of. Disney.com for what you just endured and what the listeners just endured. Um, really,
0: it's 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 more about them. I mean, that yeah. being
1: said, the extraterrestrials who were listening to this show from the other side of the galaxy loved it. So I bet they did. They because yeah, they don't know.
0: They don't know that those things. When you cross a rhombus with a ferret, it doesn't get you a flute. Well, it does, but it's not funny. That's the problem.
1: Like it does. Well, it's just not a joke. It's not a joke. No, That's the problem. No. So
0: with that, and neither is this segment. Neither is this segment. So um,
1: let's so talk about what we think is about to happen in this tournament because you said before that we probably haven't had a four-way for our finale before. I should not have we, said
0: four-way. Uh, I apologize. We uh, should well not. I, I don't. I don't believe we have had such a matchup before. Well, such a configuration. I'll say. Actually, as it turns out,
1: no. In the first year of the Muppet Madness tournament, in 2010, it wasn't a final two. It was just the final four. The final four went up against each other. Wow. Yeah. That was Ernie and Bert, Sprocket, Bear, and I think
0: Kermit. Well, that's because the first tournament, we had four distinct quadrants. We had uh, the show, which is the Muppet show, the street, Sesame Street, the Rock, which is the Fraggle Rock characters, and the rest. So the show, The Street, The Rock, and the rest. And I remembered that right off the top of my head. Wow! 40 is not that old, folks. <laughs> so, See, it's weird, because for some reason, I misremembered that year.
1: Like, I, I knew that the show was The Muppet Show. I knew that The Street yeah. was Sesame Street. For some reason, I thought that The Rock consisted entirely of Dwayne The Rock Johnson's pit against
0: each other. So, mm-hmm. Well, he hadn't had all the different roles that he now we could oh. do an oh. entire we could do a whole tournament of rock characters of dwayne johnson's uh never mind unfortunately, so unfortunately we didn't unfortunately so
1: now we're left with cookie monster Fozzie bear kermit the frog um and
0: grover and grover three franks in a gym Three francs in a gym. Walk into a bar. Never mind. Uh, I am inclined to say that. Are we actually going to make a prediction on this show when we wrote it down in sealed envelopes, and oh. have yet to open those envelopes? Hmm. Are we? Are dare we venture forth? I don't know that we dare. All I'll say is this: I don't
1: know what I'm predicting, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping that the fans will recognize that this is a good opportunity to let someone who hasn't won the tournament before win. I don't know I was that that's say, going to We have to happen. a
0: distinct possibility for a second time champion this time. It's, that's a dangerous possibility, but a real one. It's very very likely that Kermit's going to win again.
1: And Steve, what's our plan for future years of the tournament if a character has won
0: twice? At that point do we cut them off? Do we never let them in again? Uh, it's got to be at least another decade before they get back in another tournament.
1: Right, cuz think cuz with Kermit it's like when a lot of people hear that I'm doing the Muppet Madness tournament or helping with it right. or, or whatever you want to call my role, they ask me, does Kermit not win every time? I get that question a lot. And my response is always, well, you'd be surprised. Well, what if we're not surprised anymore? What if the fans let Kermit win again? If I just If the fans don't know. let
0: Kermit win again... Then J.D. Hansel will never make another podcast again. Never mind. No, I don't want to guarantee Kermit's no, victory here. No, no, um, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: no. Please, no. No, I, I, I... no folks. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think I... if we do have a character winning again for a second time, yeah. it's
0: going to change the dynamic of the tournament. I, I... will say this much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I will say that uh, I do predict that a Frank character wins this year. Mm. I am not predicting Kermit the Frog to take this tournament. I know Kermit has done very well this year. He does pretty well most years, won it one year, but I I don't see a repeat victory for the Frog this time around. You know what,
1: Steve? I agree with you. I think we're in agreement. It's going to be a Frank.
0: It's going to be a Frank. To be Frank, it will be Frank. It will be Frank, yes. I appreciate your frankness in the matter. Absolutely. And that's about the best joke we could come up with for this whole show. Pretty much, yeah. Fozzy drink, baby Fozzy drinking a whiskey before bed is kind of funny. But
1: uh, I'll give you that, yes. I yeah. mean, had we made it dirtier, you could have thought of a dirtier musical instrument, like a really inappropriate musical instrument. Well, that's
0: why I said flute, because flute can be... Ta- Never mind. So, Well, this one time at band camp... Well... Um, <laughs> It's funny how everyone that. Never mind. So, uh, <laughs> hey, I think this might be the end of the show right here. Hey, look at that! Wow. Yeah, we turns out it. when
1: there are fewer characters for us to comment
0: on, we don't have much of a show. Who knew? We don't have that much to talk about. Nope. So it becomes more like our regular kind of podcast. Pretty much. So, folks, here we are at the end of this one. We'll see you back here next weekend for the big wrap-up to celebrate the 2018 Muppet Madness champion, whoever that turns out to be. Until then, I remain your faithful host, Steve Swanson. And I remain your faithless host, J.D. Hansel. And we will... <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That was good. That was funny. Uh, anyways, we'll see you next time, folks. Yeah!